I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. The FT Arts Podcast is brought to you by Vacheron Constantin. Hello, I'm Mike Hobart, and this is the latest in our series, The Life of a Song. This week's episode, I'm in the mood for love. It's strange that a song called I'm in the Mood for Love should prove so unerotic once recorded. Even more so, as it starts with the racy for its timeline, I'm in the Mood for Love, simply because you're near me, and ends casting caution to the winds with, but, for tonight, forget it, I'm in the Mood for Love. The song was written in 1935 by Jimmy McHugh and Dorothy Fields for the American romantic comedy film Every Night at Eight. The film had to fall in line with the Motion Picture Production Code, known as the Hayes Code. This pushed movies to encourage correct standards of life and uphold the sanctity of the institution of marriage and the home. Thus, Any hint that Fields' lyrics might suggest that something other than correct emotions might be simmering needed to be cancelled out by McHugh's music. And so they were. The song's melody, unembellished, is profoundly unsexy. No funny business is signalled here. In the film, a shy young woman's mood for love ended not in seduction, but marriage. Frances Langford played the part of a passionate innocence so well that she reprised the song in the 1936 film Palm Springs, and in the same year the child actor Carl Alfalfa Switzer performed it in the Our Gang short The Pinch Singer. A full four versions of the song had entered the Billboard charts the year before, including one by Langford that reached number 15. Louis Armstrong's Joyfully innocent, syncopated trumpet and vocal reading got to number three, but it was Little Jack Little's strict tempo version that reached number one. I'm in the mood for love became a crooner staple. Billy Eckstein had a minor hit in 1945. Cliff Richard used it to prove his own crooning credentials in 1964, as did Rod Stewart more than 40 years later. Over in Sweden, 
the great American jazz saxophonist James Moody was playing a club engagement in 1949 and recorded the tune in one take under the name of James Moody and his Swedish crowns. Moody opens the track with a short repeated phrase. He was said to be getting used to both a borrowed alto sax and a harmonic sequence that was new to him. It was a minor jukebox hit in the United States. In 1952, vocalist Eddie Jefferson wrote new lyrics to the precise contours of Moody's sax solo and called it Moody's Mood for Love. The result was both a hit record and a test case for the niche art of jazz vocalese. The new tune was first recorded by vocalist King Pleasure, who saw Moody and Jefferson perform it live. King Pleasure's single featured a cameo role for vocalist Blossom Deary and was a huge hit on its release in 1952, prompting the publishers of I'm in the Mood for Love to sue King Pleasure's label for copyright infringement. The judgment of that case was a little harsh on Jefferson's slightly saucy, Mickey-taking lyrics. The judge described them as a melange of words that had no pattern or arrangement. In fact, Jefferson's lyrics turned the prurience of Hollywood convention on its head by telling the story of a star-crossed male droning endlessly on before being told to get on with it by the woman of his dreams. Now, baby... Please pull yourself together. Do it soon, she sings. But there were enough references to the original song for the case to be upheld, and from then on, McHugh got his share of the royalties. The song is now something of a gymnastic test piece for jazz vocalists rather than anything more adventurous. The two exceptions are Quincy Jones' seductive arrangement on the 1995 album Q Duke Joint, and Amy Winehouse confidently expressing desire over reggae-inflected support on her 2003 debut studio album, Frank. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.